Welcome to the Under the Blanket podcast, and we are under Miraji's blanket. Where, where, um, it's, there's no separation. <sighs> and uh, just relax and let your ears do their thing. And you don't have to be so busy listening. You don't have to sit there and analyze and judge things that are said on this podcast. That was offensive, and this was that. That's all fine. Just let the judgments and opinions do their thing. And let the ears do their thing. And say maybe you're driving a car listening. Let the driving do their that thing. You don't want to, you know, just like drive into a tree or anything. So watch out for that tree. No. So anyway, we have on the show uh, Rich. Rich, he has returned to the show. He's been on the show uh, a bunch of times. And now he's back. And uh, here we are. And, and uh, hello, Rich. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, well, I'm all right. And, you know, uh, today I was earlier using a mantra, just telling myself, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. And it's amazing how, you know, that could be so powerful. And it, it, it cooled out my uh, mind and I returned to the here and now, the backstage and the here and now, where it's all just happening and there's no separation and all that kind of jazz. And you, you feel free to do jazz hands if you're not driving. You know, I'm you can do right the jazz. Now. I am doing them now while driving. <laughs> All right, them. jazz hands, right? You can't go wrong with every once in a while do some jazz hands. You know, it, whoever started that, you know, you don't have to be uh, into jazz to do jazz hands, right? No. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're, we're doing the topic of specialness. And if you, you don't mind, Rich, I'm just going to go into this little thing that just happened because I feel... You know, you've heard of synchronicities, cosmic coincidences, omens, signs, you know, and uh, something happened in, on Facebook that I feel was pertinent. Like originally we were going to do the show about um, trying to remember something else. Uh, I think roles inhabiting roles uh, yes. lightly, which That's right. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think it was going to be different roles that we play or something. Yeah. So but then all of a sudden I, you know, did one. I didn't do it, but Baba Here Love post, you know, my Facebook page and all that. There was uh, talking about how we're all one, we're all the same, and just to let go of the specialness. And, you know, often I'll put, you ain't special cracker, you aren't special cracker. And the word cracker, I think, uh, is, is not politically incorrect, even though some people might think that's offensive. But regardless, I feel it's a pertinent cultural term to use in a way about specialness. Cause you think about it, you know, the cracker that was from the black community and it's a reference to slavery and the cracking of the whip and, and so on. And it, and it, it, you know, that it seems like sometimes people that think they're special often they're so they're somebody they're special and they're somebody and they kind of want to play God by controlling the scene, controlling their environment as much as possible with power tripping element to all that and uh, it could be passive or active aggression or any kind of thing like that but from my perspective we aren't special in truth in the absolute truth it's all there's no separation like that experience you had right before we started doing these shows of the dissolving into it all and uh such a a life-changing experience for so many people and probably the only people that would ever listen to the show would be people that have had that experience and what happened on Facebook, of course, you know, there are occasionally people that they won't, 
be into your stuff. They won't like uh, Facebook things or they won't put reactions. They won't ever comment. But out of the woodwork, all of a sudden, they will post something uh, contradictory to what it's saying. Like, you know, and that's so common. In fact, a lot of people, that's helpful for their page to have these debates and arguments and discussions. And that that's a, a de- like debate pages. And, and that's helpful. You get more views, you get more followers if that's your trip. But I find that it's helpful to have quant- quality over quantity and to have people that are into the page post things that we're going to lift us up together as one. And rem- it's like a remote, it's, it's like Ananda Ma, the Indian saint said, it's only the self that realizes the self, you know, the cosmic game of hide and seek with ourself. So we're, we're going, returning to what we already are in the here and now, that non-separation. Uh, it's like a kind of a cyber uh, satsang or spiritual community, unofficial one, that kind of thing. And there's lots of them out there. So I feel that people debating on the Baba Here Love page would be detrimental to cultivating that kind of cyber community. But I could be wrong about that. Anyway, so this person came out of the woodwork and said, I am very special, or not very special, I am special, and that helps me value myself as a human being. Now, there is an element where you could be on, say, a negative core ego trip, and I'm, I'm bad, I'm a sinner. You know, oftentimes people say into religion, we'll have a negative core ego. I'm a sinner, I'm so bad, and Jesus is so good, and he'll help me be good. So, but they're not good already they have to become good and so on and uh this lady may have gone away from that and be into a positive ego trip where i'm special and i'm so great and but but not but you see how that is ultimately attachment and it will it's finite it's a trip it will begin and it's not like i'm sitting there you can't trip about who you are and think you're a person it's just ultimately all that fades away all that melts like snow and it's just all that you're left with is this sense of non-separation so from my perspective on another level you'll still have that role or that specialness or that humanity but it's not you you see it's not you you are this cosmic oneness and so on so that's a good place to start rich take it from there about specialness so you ain't special cracker whitey white chalk well it's funny because you we were going to talk about roles and then the specialness. I'm like kind of actually seeing both of them kind of uh, linked together where I think a lot of people, what happens is they get too into a role that they've, you know, they're, they're playing and uh, the role almost takes over them. They're, they become over the oneness and then they, they think they are special. Cause I think it's okay to, you know, take part, in roles just kind of have them off to the side and not like make them part of you but you know take on a role but do you understand what i'm saying or like you take on the role and you think you're actually this character like this spiritual guru or whatever you think you are Uh, I, i notice a lot definitely in like the spiritual community a lot of people um they have this like very like grandiose kind of ego going on with them where they're like i you know this is the way and they like talking like all these absolutes where like everything is uh exactly as they say and like if you don't believe me i think what's happening is people get too involved in this spiritual role that they've taken over do you agree with that or what do you i think? get 
I get exactly what you're saying. In fact, I would put it like a, I have a term for it. The crystal clutching, spiritualized ego, star seed, empath, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the other one? Light worker, you know, and with all this stuff, like it's not like you were saying before, you could inhabit uh, these roles where it could just be a simple role. Like I'm a police officer, I'm a hippie or I'm a truck driver or whatever it is like. We have these roles aren't bad. Specialness isn't bad. It's not a judgment of it like it's bad. It just feels if you if your thing is to have peace in your life and harmony with the universe, you inhabit the roles. You don't push away your humanity. You just are resting in this place beyond it where it's simplicity. It's just like you're like a tree. You're just part of everything. Because if you're so invested in the starseed, light worker, crystal clutch or trip, when someone says you're not special, you're not a light worker, you're not a starseed. You'll have these uh, ego reactions and you you'll you'll have a lot of cognitive dissonance and you'll have a lot of uh, clinging to the trip and you'll sit there and you have an argument with person. I am a star seed. I had this experience of 5D and I have my crystal right here and I'm holding it and it's right. I'm holding it and I'm just I'm your bad vibes are getting to me and so on, whatever it is. And the new age yes. community is uh, there are people in the new age community that are into the oneness and not special and they're going the spiritual journey, but it does seem to be the biggest community with say the ego tripping, even more than regular people. They're not as invested in being special. If they're like some housewife or this, as much as the new age people sometimes build a whole religion around specialness and there's the light and there's the dark and I'm on the side of light and I'm the light worker and so on. And even is leads to kind of schizophrenic type episodes and so on associated with rushing feelings of importance. Like you were talking about grandiose is a good word for it. Cause it's like when you see it's all one, it's not, it's humbling. Cause so is the poodle in Idaho. So is uh, the president and the homeless person and a leaf in Japan sitting on a tree. It's like, it just, it's, you just feel part, it feels really, it feels the absolute bliss but it doesn't give you that rushing sense of power that comes with specialness. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we're, we're eye to eye about this stuff, but what would you say someone that's been on the star seed light worker specialist trip and they got into that kind of lukewarm in a lukewarm kind of way, like they didn't go full on into it. They're just like flirting with it a little bit and they're listening to this podcast and they're open to this non-specialness thing. And uh, yeah. what would you say to this person? Um, it's tough to say, but I would maybe tell them to just keep going with it. I mean, like, maybe that's part of their journey and, like, that's, like, uh, what they are as of now. Like, that's what they see as, um, they think they might be helping and they think that they're, like, maybe more evolved. And, you know what, with time, uh, they'll realize that that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't like telling people, like, don't be this way or like some of these um these people that are like on like like on facebook i'll see like this this group called like 5g ascension masters or something and like i see these posts even though i haven't joined the group it keeps like showing me the post because i keep responding because it is those people that like they they have this like they act like they have like this blueprint for like how the world works or something and then I'll usually come in and kind of correct them and be like, actually, you know, this is 
like they're, they'll be talking in absolutes and I'll say like, maybe don't speak in absolutes or, or stuff like that. But, uh, well, anyway, you know, yeah. it's like about that, like you're coming from, like, I imagine that's joyful for you. It's not like you're pissed at these people are pushing it on it. It's okay to like try uh, do a kind of bubble popping thing. You know, it's like, there's people like kind of caught in a bubble. It's not bad or good. And, and all of a sudden you might pop it. But it's like they're probably having another bubble that forms right away. It's like it's like that you like you were saying, like it's part of the journey. What we realize when we go to this place is that, like you're saying, you don't get so heavy into it. I have a model of how it all works. You're in. It's a simple place. It's an open yes. place. It's like a place of not knowing it. We know in the way that we just be and we don't feel separate. That's the way, you know, and we will find our human doing things, but we're not so caught up in it. But the thing about that is, um, you know, uh, from this perspective, uh, the forgetting that it's all one, the remembering it's all one, the going deep into ego, the, the becoming a trumper and driving a huge lifted truck, you know, lifted wheels. And it's huge. And you got all the, you got the Confederate American and the Blue Lives Matter plaque, all three. And, and, and then a and bunch the of Christian bumper sticker. stickers. Like, that's not like that's part of that. But maybe obviously it seems like that being has to go explore these kind of trips. They and because okay. you know what I'm saying? And eventually it the trip will burn out. Like how you could probably you could probably go on trips like that for lifetimes. I'd say you could. It's not just I this think, lifetime. Yeah, I think there are a lot of people that go on those trips for lifetimes. And like even with me, like uh, I go into these like pretty deep meditations uh, sometimes even on like psychedelics and I feel like I am almost in touch with some type of uh, oneness or like God nature and I'll come back and as I'm coming back to um, the self I sometimes actually get caught in the middle of it right during that time span and um, I think even like at times I through my journey will like be like, Ooh, I'm like some special person because, you know, I, I was able to, you know, create this, you know, really beautiful, uh, quote or whatever it is. I think sometimes I even like, will think that I'm special for a moment. And then I have to kind of like pump the brakes and realize like, wait a second. No, I just got some knowledge. I like somehow got some knowledge, uh, in a egoless state and, that's the true oneness right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, like the Baba here, love journey, um, individual soul on this level. And there's an incarnation. Like I took birth. I didn't, wasn't born. I took birth. I entered this package and, and all the package from the birth to the death, it's all set. It's like a program, like a computer program that runs its course. And uh, during that story, which I don't feel is my story, I feel all the stories are our story. We take the journey together. But, you know, speaking in human terms, I went through this, you know. So I uh, went, I had experience where I had read Be Here Now and used psychedelics and had a spiritual awakening. And then what happened was, like you're saying, all of a sudden this thought process about specialness, because I've seen the oneness, because I've had these experiences I'm now special to communicate it to people. And uh, it would come, it would sneak up while I was in college. And all of a sudden it would like, it was like an, almost like an entity. It would come up and it would just be like, you're special. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. It's all one and all that kind of stuff. Everybody's in the same 
uh, place of non-separation, non-duality, and so on. But it would just keep on. It was like a temptation, like kind of thing. And then some experiences happened with that. And finally, I went on that specialist trip. I went on it hugely, like to the point of psychosis. Like it says in Be Here Now, if you go through the door with your ego, you do you can end up psychotic in mental hospitals and so on. You could go really far into that. Like there's like he describes it, Ramdas, as here's an example. There's the Lord, there's Gabriel, and there's Sam Jones. Sam Jones in heaven. <laughs> Sam Jones on the right side of the Lord. And, you know, when I, speaking of those cosmic coincidences, uh, my messianic trip was associated with the Sam. And the, it's a big part. Like, this is all in my book, Spiritual Bipolar. And it has uh, the Ganja Princess and Sam and all these signs. Like, she had the same birthday as my sister. And my sister, and she had a friend, Lauren, who had the same birthday as my sister, friend, Lauren. And I'm like, oh, this all means I'm special, blah, blah, blah. And I went on this huge trip yes. about it to the point where it felt really good. I was in ecstasy. I was not suffering on this trip. I was so de- what it's like I took my ego through the door. I was in that absolute bliss and ecstasy, but I had my ego there too. It, I was the Lord Gabriel and I called myself the Ganja Prince. I was the Ganja I was su- I was not only special, I was the specialist there could be. I was the yeah. Messiah. I, what about Joe? It's Joe down the street, the Messiah? No, no, no. Joe's not. I'm the Messiah, not Joe. You know, like like Ramdas had a brother in the mental hospital that thought he was Christ. And he's like talking to him in the mental hospital. He's like, yeah, you're Christ. I'm Christ, too. We're all Christ. And the guy was like, no, I'm Christ. I'm special. He couldn't consider that Ramdas or Joe down the street is also Christ. And that's what the trip went on. But it was like it was great. Like you're saying, it's all part of the journey. Like I went on this trip. It got me an awesome story an awesome book to write a lesson for people to avoid that sort of experience and the mental hospital. Yeah, it was challenging at times, but it was, it was a cool trip. And eventually that trip burned out and I saw I wasn't special and I never went on a messianic trip again. Although specialness has come up at times in my journey since then, but I'm at the point now where I see it really is a return to simplicity and uh, it's okay. Specialness feels sticky. It feels painful and suffering when i'm in the place of non-specialness i feel peace so i'm hungry for that peace so the specialness doesn't turn me on as much as say it did back in college and so on so you see how you were able to avoid the mental hospitals by catching yourself by putting the brakes down imagine if say you rich is in rich felt you had this experience you got this spiritual knowledge and then you go on that specialness as far as you go you went that trip you could have ended up in a mental hospital as much as anyone, right? And maybe I still will. You No, you're probably <laughs> in one right now. You're just imagining that you're in wherever you are in California. And you're really just, you have the straight jacket on. You've done a sh- shitload of PCP. And you're in the straight jacket just imagining you're some, you're rich in California. But you're really Joe down the street. And you did too much PCP. And you just, you're not even speaking on a podcast. You're just screaming over and over again about goats, you know? <laughs> you might be onto something. I've always wanted so, to try PCP, by the way. <laughs> what did you say? I've always wanted to try PCP, by the way. Have you ever tried that? I've never tried it, but I think I might have got it when I was in high school. It was, like, tainted, perhaps, because it, it, it felt like it was something. And people in Philadelphia, they've said that sometimes they put it on there. And I, it could have been that, because it was just pot I smoked in 
my friend was dancing uh, around the room with a knife and he was freaking out and it was it was a he was changed all this fucked up shit and i was like freaking out about that and it was felt like a bad trip but you know uh uh like i ramdas revealed in his book becoming ramdas that he did do pcp before i mean people have tried it it doesn't feel like it would be a medicine a yogi medicine but i always tell people i I'm never going to tell you what to do or anything like that. People want to yeah. try whatever. That's their business. I, it doesn't seem to, for the most part, give people psychedelic experience. Like everybody I met that did it regularly were like so close to psychosis and gotten so much. Oh, trouble. wow. Yeah. I, I, there was a person I knew around town uh, that was just like he, he, he would just he got in trouble like with the police and he ended up killing himself, you know, and it seems like PCP oh, wow. can increase ego and psychotic trips now could someone potentially use that in a beneficial way i it's possible i like you're saying about absolutes right you know i'm sure some people in the 70s might have had a few lines of coke and had a good time dancing and they didn't become addicted to crack or whatever so i don't i don't want to play the judgment cop and tell people you can't do these drugs you can do these drugs just give the people the information they can make the decision themselves right yeah that's a good good way to look at it um I, I watched that episode of Pharma, uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia where he does the PCP episode, and it seemed a lot different from, like, what I had kind of, like, heard uh, just by, like, people talking about it. Like, it actually seemed like it had some – a little bit of therapeutic value. Like, it's, like, kind of a – like, a disassociative, but they said that, like, every – like if you do like a high dose of it, like it, you're hallucinating like an actual cartoon, like the whole world's – turns into like a cartoon I, I feel like that could technically uh have some like benefits right uh, yeah like uh, there's there's always exceptions to rules i'm sure there is people that have used it in therapeutic ways but i would say with a good general rule of thumb if you could get the lsd or shrooms or ketamine even yeah, these kind of psychedelic dmt go with that stuff before you mess with it. i would just say in general if someone's like listen, I need you to give me advice about this stuff. I'd say, don't stay away from it, but not yeah, in a way yeah. that's pushing it. Like that's, that's their people's business. Maybe they could use it therapeutically, like uh, that sort of thing. And, you know, even the ones that are good, say uh, like LSD and so on. So quote unquote good, they could be used in detrimental ways and so on. Um, people could take them and go on ego trips about it. You know, look at say Timothy Leary, he would get into these amazing states on LSD but then when he was coming down, he would go on some trips about who he is. And, you know, who, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like Alan Watts used to say about psychedelics. Once you get the message, hang up the phone. Are you going to sit there yeah. with your eyes glued to a microscope all your life, you know, to learn about it? What, what he's saying is not that you won't never do psychedelics again, but that if you really yeah. do psychedelics right, you get the message that you're it. You are the divine being. And then you take the next step is becoming it. Now, becoming it might involve psychedelics, but it's not. It has to involve a daily practice of some sort, meditation, bhakti, yoga, all these kind of things. Then finally, when you're done the becoming it, you realize you were it the whole time and you just can just be here. You could just be here now and you don't got to you might even do a trip, but it would only catch you up to where you already are because you're here now. Right. So yep. you just be and you're able to like. I'm an example of this. I am able to right now as we're talking, what LSD showed me just a glimpse. It just showed me a glimpse of who I am right now. I am me now. 
I am the here and now. I'm not special. And all the psychedelic did was clear out the cobweb so I could see this glimpse of myself. And now I'm here and I'm allowing all uh, ego or whatever that is, mind. But it's just that am I identified with the mind, right? I'm just like letting the mind do its thing and it's cooling out and it's cooling out and my heart's opening. But is all that me? I am you. I'm all of it. And I feel like, am I going to poo poo? It's like the rain. When the rain's raining down, does it go, ha ha, you're still a cloud. You're still a cloud. I'm the <laughs> raindrop. You're a cloud. They're all part of the same process. So I'm going to go, well, I could just be here now. I don't need psychedelics. You should never do them. That's poop. Just meditate, yeah. you know? No, maybe there's people out there that need to do whatever to get to the here and now. And then once you're here, that's it, you know? Yeah, follow your heart. Um, yeah. You know, that's I, a good just wanna... rule of thumb, right? Like yes. you know, the, the intuitive mind, right? You know that term, Sin Sin from China? Uh, what is it? Sin Sin, I think it's called. It's a Chinese word about the heart mind, meaning that heart space of non-separation is, inc- is it doesn't push away the mind and logic and science. It just it's a subsystem. The mind and logic and rationality and thought processes are subsystem. And this intuitive space includes all the subsystems, but it has a deeper intuitive wisdom that's like, so you'll say a decision comes up whether or not to take PCP. And you quiet your mind, you open your heart, you go within, and you say, ah, it feels wrong to take it, or it feels right to take it. And you just trust that intuitive space. Like, that's a good rule of thumb, I'd say. Yeah, it's weird, because I feel like I'm kind of, like, actually at that chapter in my life lately where, like, that's been happening a lot, where, like, my heart and mind have been kind of uh, split on certain things. And I've been following my heart more so than my mind lately, because, like... Uh, paying more attention to it lately where like a decision will come up and like my heart's like yeah yeah let's do that and then my mind's like wait a second you know this could cause this or this could be bad for that but then i realized like my heart's all about it so what i've been doing is just really just following my heart you know there will be times where there's a dis there's the mind will say no and the heart will say yes but as you become more conscious there won't be that. The mind will be in harmony with the heart mind. Like you won't feel any indecisiveness about that. You'll just be like, it feels right. And it makes sense logically. Like it all comes into harmony, but there is a stage where you kind of have to not, the mind is more based in desires and ego. And you have to, it might contradict the heart because it hasn't surrendered enough to be a servant to the heart space. And that's, that's, just these different stages, like we're talking about the raindrops and the cloud. We're all going this journey together. And, you know, just plug your, your websites and we'll wrap up the show. Sweet. So my uh, actually my old Instagram got hacked, unfortunately. So uh, I'm starting to build uh, like a new Instagram, which is uh, novel, N-O-V-E-L, period, Hayoka, H-E-Y-O-K-A. Um yeah, I'm starting from fresh, kind of rebranding. So if anybody wants to follow me, I'd follow you back. Um, that's that's about it for me. All right. Well, the links are in- included in the description of this episode. This has been Under the Blanket with your host, Bobby Your Love. Nobody's special. And just know out there, I'm not pushing anything on you. Uh, this, this is just something for you to ponder over or whatever. 
just let it flow and, and just take it or leave it. I don't really care if you take this trip or not, or you go beyond all trips or all that, because I really understand that it's all, it's all right. Like I was saying earlier today, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. And I trust that right now, at least I trust it right now. So this, uh, Thank you for doing this show, Rich. Thank and, you for uh, having me. Yeah, it was wonderful. And uh, everybody out there, I'll see you everywhere is everything. There is no separation. And just let go what you're ready to let go of. Trust the process. Relax. It's all okay. Jay Nimkro Baba Maraji. Ram, ram, ram. Be here now. This is it, Cracker. This is it, Cracker. This is it. You ain't special, Cracker. You ain't special. You are not special. You are not special. <laughs> We're all mad here. <laughs> 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 <laughs>